Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you are listening. You are listening to Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution. And we are in season two, episode four, Financial Fridays. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and my co-host EJ is here. What's up, hey, EJ? Hey, hey, good morning, everybody. Glad, glad to see you all here. I know, I know. We are a month going strong with Financial Fridays. This is our fourth episode. Yes. Last week was a super colorful, amazing, lively conversation we had about the whole GameStop, Reddit, Wall Street bets situation, wasn't right. it? <laughs> yeah. And we will. Yeah. <laughs> and- And we'll be continuing the conversation this week. And um, for those of you that are listening live with us here on Stereo, um, just in case you didn't know, you can actually submit some audio uh, voice memos to us that we'll play here live. And uh, it can be a question, it can be a comment, and we'll respond to them live. It's one of of my favorite features. I I I love that feature. It's great. I know. It's like we're live radio here. And... um, (laughs) And if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify or your favorite podcasting app, please remember to subscribe to the show and give us a five-star rating and share it with your friends. If you could be so kindly. be interested. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, today I think we want to continue the conversation from last week um, and then also talk a little bit about um, some other things. But... I know it's been about a couple weeks now since the whole GameStop Reddit situation. So I wanted to ask you, EJ, what have you been seeing now that we're a a week, almost two weeks out from that situation? What's been going on in the markets and with with other uh, retail investors like you? Right. So there's been still a lot of uh, really, really strong uh, volatility that's been taking place in the market. So a lot of people who missed out on... uh, getting into things like GameStop or, you know, looking to try to invest into AMC and things of that nature that people were talking about, they came like near the tail end of a lot of the investments that were taking place. And that made it a little bit difficult for them to see any kind of uh, return because, you know, it was that fear of missing out, that FOMO feeling. And so this week, um, there was a little bit of uh, inconsistency that took place. And so, for example, um, when, when everything closed on yesterday, um, the market hit hit the uh, the low parts of the pullback. You know, AMC is back at seven seven dollars a share. You know, and uh, GameStop, I believe, closed at somewhere close to um, fifty five, almost fifty well, fifty three dollars. You know, and so at, at one point last week, it was at four hundred. So I mean, that was a very dramatic pullback. And so a lot of people who tried to get in and and, and buy into those shares um, early. You couldn't quite do so because there's also a lot of restrictions still with Robinhood. People were having issues that were taking place with uh, certain platforms to even to even go and get into the stock. So there's a lot of roller coasters of emotions from a lot of people um, who caught the tail end of the details. So a lot of people just missed out. A lot of people on the trading side were taking advantage of it by shorting the market. Um, you know, some some people got a chance to jump in. And so when I say short the market, people who don't know. That means really taking an advantage of the 
the um, the bearish market or taking advantage of the markets on the pullback on the, on the downside. So that was what took place for a lot of people who day trade. Um, but, you know, I, I know that, you know, of course, if Evan is tuning in, he can also shed light on people who go into trading stock options and how that was working for them as well. But I do know that um, in terms of what was taking place, there was just uh, a plethora of different emotions from people who also reached out to me and said, hey, man, you know, I missed it. You know, what, what should I do? And I'm like, well, you know, don't follow people's posts that are impulsive. Yes. You know, but people have done yes, that. And, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. And, and that's that. I just wanted to say, <clears throat> especially if anyone's tuning in for the first time, this is why we started this show. And I definitely want you to keep going, EJ, but I just wanted to point out, this is why we started this show, because the last couple episodes, we talked about fear of missing out, like don't invest based on emotions and fear of missing out. And then um, episode two, we talked about, quote unquote, social media marketing, which I don't know if that's your term, EJ, or like a term that people use, but it's like, don't invest based on what you're seeing on social media and what these quote unquote gurus are saying or what the news is saying like really learn about your emotions about your investment style about what's right for you and really learn have a mentor learn from people who have been in the game for a while who can really show you the game it's kind of like it's kind of like people are tr- like it's like let's say you like to use sports analogies i'm not really oh, yeah. a sports person so i might <laughs> mess this up but it's kind of like saying Oh my gosh, the Yankees are winning a lot. Let me join the Yankees. And it's like, you've never played baseball before and you can't just join the Yankees and because Mm -hmm. the Yankees just won, you know? Right, Um, right, exactly. No, that's 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 a good analogy. It is. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, because that's that's how people are taking it, you know, nowadays. People want to, you know, look look at a certain uh, club or a certain kind of a a niche or genre, or genre, then they want to say, huh? Maybe I can jump into that right now and get a, get a return from that as well. But people who have actually, uh, people who are actually in the league, had to go through certain steps to even qualify to be a part of that league. <laughs> and so, exactly. like, that's kind of what makes it different now. People see certain things on post, and that's why I say it's social media investing because, like, they'll actually go through and look at somebody's post. Um, they won't do any research, but they'll go impulsively start up a, um, a Robinhood or TD Ameritrade account and just get into it because they saw their 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 Facebook friends post. And then when it doesn't really return for them, oh man, no, they don't know what they're talking about. Let me unfriend them. Let me let me. Well, it's not their fault, you know. They they made the post. It was yeah. your fault for making the decision on that and not researching it a good bit, you know. So that's kind of how you know, I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And oftentimes, you know, by the time something hits the news or social media, it's already too late. Right. It's true. Because the yeah. people that know what they're doing or that have been in the game, they've already been preparing for it. You know, right. um, we, we've got a couple of audio messages here. So let's see what we got going on. Okay. Evan. Hey, what's up, guys? Evan here. Good morning. Evan. Hey, Evan. From the from an option standpoint, the implied volatility was like through the roof on stocks like AMC, GameStop, and just you know pretty much all of those ones that was getting a lot of that momentum, which um, made it very attractive um, for not only um, call option traders but actually um, call option sellers like myself that's actually you know buying the shares not to hold but buying the shares to actually like sell to sell the options on them so um it was actually really really crazy man just for those 
stocks to get so much volume and to see so much volatility with that. And it really was able to drive up like the asking bid prices significantly. Right, right. That's true. Yeah. And so that's a lot of things that I've noticed as well, not only just in the stock market, but also in the currency market. You know, um, we're currently in a very, very volatile um, week of the month for the for the currency market as well. And so I, I can definitely um, agree with that because, you know, there's a lot of things getting ready to take place in this market uh, this week uh, for what's called NFP for um, payroll for, you know, different payrolls. So that causes a lot of volatility and triggers a lot of volatility. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Um, that that news release usually takes place at 8:30 uh, a.m. Eastern time. So I'm waiting to see how that's going to uh, cause a lot of the U.S. currency and U.S. economy to uh, to show its volatility. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to work um, and how it's going to yeah. turn out. But yeah, I absolutely agree. I agree. So we mentioned the word volatility a couple of times, mm-hmm. talking about the stock market volatility and now the currency market volatility. And I know that word is like kind of a scary word. So for those who are, are new investors or first time investors, or maybe investors getting back into the game and tuning in and hearing all this news about the markets and like, oh, shoot, let me get in and, you know, what right. what do you have to say to that? What's what's your recommendation for yep. them? You know, is so, this the right time to get in or get back in, or do we need to just like wait for the market to settle? Like, what's what's right. going on? I say I say don't try to um, don't try to get into the uh, <laughs> you know it's kind of like major this, leagues when you're, yeah, you're still a little league. You know, <laughs> yeah. Don't don't try to go outside when there's a hurricane. You don't you don't have a jacket on. You know, like make sure you cover yourself and make sure you put a jacket on. Maybe you don't want to go outside if there's a, uh, a, a tornado watch. Maybe you just kind of want to wait it out a little bit and check the forecast on what's taking place that day. And, you know, you should prepare accordingly. And that's kind of the same thing with the market. You know, the market, kind of like what Evan was talking about last week, you know, it, it's definitely um, something that you can you can forecast, but also something that, and, and you did, you spoke on this as well, something that you can also um, look into as a, what can I plan for to get prepared for this kind of uh, market? And so that's what I really recommend. I recommend people who are trying to learn and people who are experienced or even brand new, um, get as much insight, as much research as you can possibly get. Um, The free information, the free public information you have um, on social media is priceless. And I would also say this, um, don't be scared. Don't be scared to get into an investment. Don't let people who have, who have a high qualification, quote unquote, qualification to scare you into not doing it. You know, so like I've heard a lot of people who are in higher public figure profiles that are speaking against certain things like this. Um, but, you know, I would say don't let their big legal, legal words make you fearful of investing. That's not how you should feel. Um, yes. You know, that's that's one thing yes. I wanted to mention because like a lot of people say and they gave me articles like oh man did you see what Dave Ramsey said oh man I heard about this and that and you know you could get in trouble like well look this there's a lot of things you can get in trouble for in this in this world but one thing is that 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 you can do freely as a taxpaying citizen as well in this in this world is invest and I would say that like very very confidently invest in something that was offered to us as a retail trader, like like what Amelia said. Retail trading means you have the ability to get into the market without having to have certain levels of qualification and do it. My cousin who's 22, who just got out of college, can go and start up 
a, an E-Trade account and just go in and start investing if you wanted to and work with an advisor. That's something that you can freely do. So don't be afraid to get into the market, no matter what anybody's trying to scare you out from. So. Well, that, yeah. and we'll definitely get into what Dave Ramsey said for sure. But I just want to point out what I'm hearing is two things, right? And both you and Evan say this, right? Don't, don't buy into the hype. Don't buy into the emotions. And that goes on both sides of the spectrum, right? So don't buy into the hype and the emotions based on social media investing or news where it's like, oh my gosh, there's all this movement with this stock or, or like with AMC or with whatever, you know, um, GameStop. So let me get into it because of fear of missing out. But on the other end of the spectrum where you have people that with a lot of um, clout, so to speak, in the finance world, and we'll definitely get into that, like Dave Ramsey, like putting fear on saying, calling investing gambling, which totally grinds my gears, <laughs> like in uh, Family Guy, like, <laughs> like don't let don't let the, that fear stop you so don't let the hype or emotions either way whether it's like pushing you to get into something or whether it's putting the fear in you to not get into something um because investing yeah. does not equal gambling they're two very very different things and like i said this is why we're doing this show and this is why we have the clubhouse every friday so we're here live on stereo every Friday morning and then every Friday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern, we will be on Clubhouse. So we have yeah. the same um, usernames on Clubhouse. So if you follow us on Clubhouse um, and, and hit the notification bell, you will know when we open up that 1 p.m. Eastern room because it's kind of like, it's cool. It's like you listen to this as like the radio show <laughs> and then you get to come into the Clubhouse and chat with us almost like we're just chilling around the living room on the couch and right. you get to ask questions and talk about things. And we won't only provide you with the strategies and the tools and the tactics from a strategic perspective, um, but also I'm here to provide for the emotional and healing side of it, right? Because we want you to learn investor psychology so yeah. that you can merge the emotions, managing your emotions while also managing your strategies and tactics. So you're merging healing with action. Right, because a lot of right. times people don't take action because they're too afraid or people take action because they're afraid. That's that fear of missing out. And we want you to we want you to be like a G, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm thinking of Fast yeah. and Furious where, you know, your first time driving on the freeway and you're like, oh my gosh, all these cars are going too fast. We want you to be like switching lanes and right. and just <laughs> driving and speeding up and slowing down when you need to without emotions like neutrally and that's that's the name of the game right right because and that's when true you're, yeah when you're too emotional about it that's when you can really make some mistakes or where you're not really seeing clearly and and it's such a unique thing to do and, and we're so happy uh, that you're here tuning in and that we get to provide that for you absolutely i agree and and yes you know because um going back to what she was saying in terms of people with the fear of missing out or different emotions triggered especially these last few weeks um people are reading articles and seeing people who have gained substantial returns and then they'll go out and uh at the very end of the uh of the movement go and uh, make their action so just like she said you know, people will take you know people will be afraid to take action or people just aren't afraid to take action but it's kind of at the, the 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 latter end or at the tail end of what's actually taking place and so i would say you, you, you don't really want to just rely solely on social media let alone just 
um, watching out for certain posts or articles because that's going to put you into, into, into a certain emotional state that's going to make it impulsive for you to get into certain things. And so the biggest question I'll, or biggest statement I always get from people is, I just don't know where to start, you know? Um, yes. and, and because of that, I just don't know where to start. Um, they will start to YouTube, they will start to Google, but there is kind of still no sense of direction or structure on like what they're looking at. Um, they see a lot of how to's and here, here's what you need to do, but there's not a lot of um, here's how you should feel. Um, you know, yes. what should you be preparing yourself for mentally to even get into something like this? So that, that's why we're and, saying what we're saying. Yeah. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. And to that point, you know, like you said, it's a hurricane out there, right? So yeah. maybe you want to get an umbrella or put on a coat, or maybe you just want to stay inside and wait it out. But while you're waiting it out, you can prepare yourself emotionally to brave the storm. Ooh, that was good. Yeah, that it was, was good. good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. actually, um, we have an amazing tool for you for free um, to prepare you for the storms and to prepare you for further conversations with us. So actually, if you go to selflovecoach.com slash money, selflovecoach.com slash money, there's a free gift on there for you. It's called your money blueprint, right? So we're talking about preparing yourself to brave the storm. Before yes. you can prepare yourself to brave the storm, we first need to identify how strong is your foundation. So that's why it's your money blueprint. So just like the blueprints of a house will tell you exactly what that house is supposed to look like, how big it's supposed to be, the size, the square footage and all of that, your money blueprint will tell you exactly where you stand with the emotionality of money and with your money beliefs. Because we first need to see where your beliefs and your how you manage your emotions around money are before you can just go out there into the storm, right? We need right. to see how, like, I'm thinking of the three little pigs. I'm like mixing all these metaphors, but I'm loving <laughs> it. And I'm thinking of the three little pigs, right? Like, do you got uh, a house of straw, a house of sticks, or do you have a house of bricks? And if it is a house of straw, don't worry about the big bad wolf. Let's figure out how to get you some bricks. Let's right. figure out how you can um, survive the big bad wolf, how you can survive the storm. And so it's a really wonderful, wonderful resource. So selflovecoach.com slash money. Um, there's a video there explaining exactly how to do it. It's a free PDF download that will help you identify how, how strong is your foundation. Um, and then, like I said, at 1 p.m. Eastern live on Clubhouse, we'll just be sitting around the living room and clubhouse and, and shooting the shit and having a conversation with you, answering your questions and, and talking about money. Cause the truth is talking about money is like weird and, and hard. And even yeah. if it's not weird and hard, it's like, it, it's, there's still so much inauthenticity and like blocks that we have. And our goal is to create an environment where we can just really talk honestly about it and support you um, with what you need emotionally and strategically. So it's, it's right. beautiful. And, and you know, you, you mentioned don't be afraid of the big bad wolf. Um, and, and, you know, if you have a straw house, you know, don't don't uh, don't get so fearful and don't be so, you know, so so worrisome. But also don't be afraid of the big bad wolf, but also don't be so consumed and don't 
you know, continue to harp on and worry about somebody else's house too, that may be built differently, yes. you know? And so you don't want to be so consumed on somebody else's foundation, going back to the side of don't be trying to take bricks from somebody else's foundation. You know, that's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, you want to be able to work on your foundation, work on your house and see how you can improve on that mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so, yes, I absolutely agree. I love it. Yes, yeah, so let's, I know we, we wanted to talk more about, um, and I know you already brought up Dave Ramsey and, and there's probably others to bring up, but it was this whole conversation around, um, and it actually came up in another clubhouse room that I was a part of, but when we were talking about money around a scarcity mindset versus like scare, like a money mindset that comes from scarcity and fear versus a money mindset that comes from abundance and possibility. And um, I came across a Dave Ramsey video and I shared it with um, Evan who's tuning in and EJ who's the co my co-host here. And we were just kind of laughing because in that video, he, oh my God, like, first of all, I'll just admit, I was annoyed and I was upset because I know that he has a huge following and look, his tactics and his strategies and his come from works for people. Yes, but yes. But energetically, I feel it puts too much fear and scarcity mindset into people. And he was just casually calling investing gambling. And he didn't directly throw shade at Wall Street bets, but he did throw shade at Wall Street bets, <laughs> calling them like ragtag, you know, whatever, like kind of like implying that they were just, um, that they were just like a bunch of rascals that that play that were playing a game like it was very patronizing and i was like that is so rude because they were strategic and they knew what they were doing and um it just it just really really annoyed me because he has a lot of listeners and followers who are absorbing this fear scarcity mindset and then another perspective that came up too was like people were saying like oh what wall street bets did was like borderline illegal and it's like people can't be throwing these words around like gambling and illegal because especially for quote unquote the people like the regular people like you and i you you throw around gambling and illegal that immediately like puts a certain kind of um connotation on us and we're just out here trying to get ours too like the you know <laughs> and it's funny like calling what wall street bets did borderline illegal when they were literally playing the game like this is the game right. of wall street so like <laughs> it just i was so infuriated and annoyed and i'm getting in my feels now yeah <laughs> like, but not only that yeah take, not, take it over each yeah, because not I'm only just, that like, like so mad yeah like it's not only that like we're allowed to be able to even do this like if it was illegal then why were why were people why were retail investors and traders even allowed to place open orders in the first place anyway you know for you know, like you know it, it's very very open source and free for the public and so if it was such a, a huge deal in the red flag because there was so much of a return why even allow it in the first place you know just like a day trader who goes out and doesn't really quite know well what their potential or possibilities are maybe they, maybe they do know you know there's still that that unlimited potential or untapped potential on what could possibly happen um you know i, I would consider investing not like 
going to the gas station and getting a lottery ticket. That's not what I think of when I think about investing. That's um, gambling. Think, yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. I, I, I think about more strategic plans of like your long term, maybe even short term goals, you know, like so. So what was spoken about again, what, what uh, Amelia said, they Ramsey is a very high respected uh, entrepreneur and investor financial advisor. Um, and so he has a lot of great strategies and tactics as well and things that can really help people out. But when things like this are said as well, um, I do think that it does bring out people's emotional state of fear uh, because, you know, a lot of people messaged me and said, hey, man, you know, I, I, I knew this was kind of a fluke, man. I knew this was something I shouldn't have got into, but I still got a return from it. I still made money. But I was like, he's like, he's like, what? He's like, am I, am I good? What should I do? I was like, well, now you're fearing for your life and you shouldn't be that way. <laughs> and so it should be a strategic plan. Like I said, so yeah. back to like the, the thing about there's people on one end of the spectrum that are so afraid that they're not doing anything. And I certainly was there for a very long time. And then there's people on the other side that are just that are so afraid to miss out that they make these moves and they don't really know why. And what right. we want to do with Financial Fridays is get you to that sweet spot in the center where, like I said, you're switching lanes, changing lanes, changing speeds, changing cars like a G. And right. that's what we want. And I know we, we got, woo, we got a lot yeah, we of got a few messages here, coming so out. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's see what, what people are saying. Thank you. Thank you all so much for tuning in and showing love for sure. Keep it coming. Invest due to due diligence. You know, if you if you have a company that you want to buy into and you feel like it's a great buy, I mean, go for it. I mean, if you you know if, you know, there's there's no there, there's no time there's no great time to get into a market if you feel like you know the company if you really believe in the company. But you know, like I wouldn't advise someone to just jump into a company based on you know something they saw on social media or something they heard or maybe like a hype train or something like that so um it's you know it's all based on like research um analysis and just really making sure you do your due diligence but like i would say invest based on due diligence and like not anything else like you know do the research if the research isn't there then i mean just leave it alone absolutely i i have what i have i want to say something about that because there was such a beautiful moment last week on our financial friday clubhouse where one of our guests uh, around the living room um said you know that they had bought amc stock actually six or seven months ago right and that was due to their own and i'm, I'm keeping it super anonymous but that was due to their own intuition and like what um evan is saying due diligence because it's just looking at the market at the landscape right amc stock was going down because no one was going to movie theaters etc but right. this person intuitively knew i mean this pandemic isn't going to last forever right. people are always going to watch movies amc is a mega player in that industry movies are going to come back so that person yeah. intuitively bought some amc stock like yeah sure i got some money i'm gonna buy right. some amc stock because of course this is gonna go back up and then of yeah. course so when last week or oh gosh whenever that was what is time in the pandemic a couple <laughs> weeks ago when amc stock skyrocketed sold and made a profit and that was i was so proud of that person it was just amazing and you know that person isn't like a mega 10 year seasoned investor but right. just followed their intuition and and due diligence like what evan just said and was like yeah i'm gonna do this this, this makes sense to me and i have this little bit of money let me do it right, um right. 
and then made a great profit and you know even the way they were sharing about it in the clubhouse it wasn't like there wasn't really a lot of it was just like a lot of like emotion like oh my god oh my god just kind of like yeah so you know i and i think they held on to some but like they're like yeah so i sold some and made a profit i held on to some you know and it's that's that neutrality that we want you to get to not this like volatile emotions either being Mm -hmm. fearful based on what some gurus are saying or being impulsive so you don't want to be fearful or fearful and paralyzed to impulsive and making these quick decisions based on nothing you want to be in that that sweet spot that centered spot yeah um, and, I, and but, I just feel it oh yeah go ahead sorry yeah I was gonna play the, the next message but go yeah. ahead and, and sit yeah oh yeah, yeah 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 no I was just saying yeah you know with, with that go into uh go into that not just feeling like also you're doing it just because everybody else is doing it too you know you want to be yes. you want to go into it because like this is something that's going to be a great benefit for you or something that you you know really feel like it's going to be um a great value to what you're trying to get into even in, whether you just are, are in a certain career or even if you're um just wanting to make your career into an investing you know like don't do it because somebody else is doing it on social media or because you have certain followings of people who are pushing you and you know kind of urging you to do it like do it because you want to you know so yeah absolutely absolutely good day to you all hey philosophy hey philosophy good day to you to put it the most in the most frank way possible dave ramsey just didn't know what the hell he was talking about i mean i love (laughs) i love what dave ramsey has done for his generation per se as far as helping them maneuver out of debt and out of the the 2008 crash and things like that but i mean he's a real estate guy and i mean that's really the problem is that these people get platforms and they automatically become like finance gurus when it's like you know your lane is your lane and if you don't know stocks i mean you just don't know stocks like stop trying to give people advice on stocks when you're a real estate guy like it's it's it's, it's asinine <laughs> Yeah, and calling it gambling, like, it's just, I, it was so clear, I'm not even, you know, seasoned investor, but it was so clear that he was speaking out of emotion, and, and almost kind of like from an ego place, and like I said, you know, I love how Evan put it, like, he's definitely done some great things, and he has some great strategies for getting people out of a hole, and getting people out of a debt, and getting, you know, but, but that strategy is different, like, you don't use a hammer, for digging a hole. You use a hammer yep. for hammering a nail and you don't use a shovel mm-hmm. for hammering a nail. You use and, a and shovel you heard to what dig he said. a hole. If, if yeah. you listen to the recording, you, you also heard what he said. He didn't get into uh, GameStop. And so he's speaking on it, you know, as though that was something that he maybe researched and took, took a look at, but he didn't you know, really even get into that movement. You know what I mean? And so, it's irresponsible. Yeah. And I also want to point out too, and I know we got a couple other messages here, because um, I know we're talking a lot about Dave Ramsey, but then there's all these other gurus out there that they don't actually play the game that they're supposedly teaching people. They're actually just trying to get you into some sort of MLM structure. They're just trying to sell you into a quote unquote opportunity that, and they they don't play the game. It's kind of like saying, instead of instead of joining the Yankees and playing baseball, just to go back to that metaphor, it's like, they're like, well, I'm going to get you to buy into an education company that kind of teaches you how to swing a bat. (laughs) And you're like, but I want to play with the Yankees. So it's like, 
then train with a Yankee. Right. I mean, not even that. It's not even an instructional uh, course on how to swing the bat. It's really just how to hold the bat. They don't go through the details on how to swing. They just tell you how to hold it. Yeah. You know, it's really, really selective. And it's so irresponsible. I, I get really fired up about it because... You know, true coaching, true mentorship, like when I I think about Olympic athletes or like back to the baseball metaphor, like those coaches are with you, not just teaching you how to hold the bat, but they're watching your swing and they're helping you perfect it. And they're helping like and they're training with you and they're helping you manage the emotions. And then they're also like getting the physical therapy and the ice baths and the massaging you when your muscles are sore. Right. But a lot of these like quote unquote opportunities are, yeah, they tell you how to hold the bat. And then, oh, I just literally had an image. There's all these people holding bats and they're like, okay, why is my financial future not growing? And right. now you just have millions of people holding bats, but no one's actually playing the game. And, and, and that's why that, we're here yeah. because we saw this big hole in the, in the, like people are wanting something like this. We're not just going to help you hold the bat. We're going to help you with the emotions. We're going to massage you when right. you've gotten hurt. You know, you, like yeah, that's, you, that's, that's true. Because you know what else yeah. is great though? With uh, like, you know, continuing on with that analogy, you know what else is great with that? They do have coaches and instructions, but also just like the NBA, there's a development program called the minor leagues. So there's okay. a double A and triple A team for those who are just trying to learn how to get into the big leagues there if they maybe don't have the skills quite yet they can work their ways up to go ahead and improve themselves to to the coaches so that they can get themselves prepared for the big leagues and so you know there's a development program that goes with that and even with investing there should be a development it's a personal development and i would say that's something that's really really uh, a taboo into the investing world because there's always the master guru sensei mr miyagi's that that wants you to um, take out and dump your life savings without any due diligence, like what Mr. Like what like what Evan's talking about, and like what various others are saying. But a lot of people, again, going back to social media, um, that is their main and primary source because social media puts you in a certain state of convenience, but also like you get that access immediately. Um, and yeah. so it's, it's it's a certain level of access that people have with, on social media that makes it more convenient for them rather than going to like a workshop or going to um, a certain program or, or, or seminar like those things you have to actually put action and, and additional energy to which is necessary so I would say don't be so convenient to just your 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 free public access um, but also look for venturing out into different ways and really digging deep like what Amelia said you can't really dig a hole with a hammer you gotta you gotta have certain resources that's going to be available and if you don't have that shovel then find somebody who has a shovel <laughs> and, and and try <laughs> to buy it you know like it's kind of kind of these things and I feel yeah. like that's so key you know, I, you know and, and you, you mentioned Mr. Miyagi and like I think mm-hmm. the, the these well Mr. Miyagi was the bomb so oh, yeah, but anyway the these, these, yeah. these these i'm saying but like these guru mr miyagi's that are selling quote-unquote guru that are selling you this dream of being mr miyagi and they can't even get you to daniel son right? right and even right. daniel son and i i'm a cobra kai fan as well so mm-hmm. i like even daniel son from cobra kai who is like decades later after karate kid is still yeah. not mr miyagi right. so you have these quote-unquote gurus 
that are not actually Mr. Miyagi, but they take pictures like Mr. Miyagi. So they've got the the private jets in the background and they've got the Versace coats um, without the Mr. Miyagi talent, selling you a dream of becoming Mr. Miyagi tomorrow and not even teaching you anything. Um, And then you don't even get to be Daniel's son. And Daniel's son is not even Mr. Miyagi. So anyway, the point is, and also, Back to that metaphor, we don't want you to be Mr. Miyagi. We want you to be your own version of that. What is the the best possible financial future for you based on right. your personality, based on your goals, based on your skills and talents, right? Right. And I've mentioned this in previous episodes, how my first venture into investing was into real estate and, you know, it just it just wasn't my game it just wasn't my lane and um now that i'm i'm investing into other things it's just it's more to my personality is is what i'm saying and i've had to do a lot of healing and emotions and checking that foundation and like i said earlier just to remind y'all again if you want to see where you're at where your money blueprint is at um go to selflovecoach.com money there's a free resource on there that will support you in seeing where your emotions are at where your yes. belief systems are at because we need to know where that's at before like you, you know a lot of first time folks are asking where do i get started that's where you get started first let's see where you're at where your um foundation is and how we can build on that foundation i know we got Absolutely. some messages here i'm gonna yes. place that what are your verdicts hey. on the recent bounce about volatility over the last sort of month or so mm, great question so the the levels of volatility have been a heavy heavy spike and also i know evan could probably uh, expound on that as well the the levels of volatility have definitely especially in the stock market have been an anomaly you know when i say an anomaly meaning like you know we're in very unusual territory you know whenever there's an anomaly that's something that usually doesn't take place often and so um with with this kind of a climate um this does open the door for a lot of things, um, philosophy, um, a lot of things is going to take place this year. Had this happened back uh, or, or out somewhere farther out in like June or July, um, it wouldn't make such a, a, a question mark or open so many new doors for the market. Um, but I think that because this happened in January, um, this is going to open the door to a lot of unusual territory in 2021. Um, we had a lot of a bearish market that took place in um, 2020. So the correction standpoint, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of corrections taking place to a lot of different genres of the market this year. Um, this, the stock market was the first thing that happened. You know, we may see other genres. And we, of course, we saw cryptocurrency do the same thing. Bitcoin yep. is doing what it's doing. Yeah. And so, you know, and that's another thing, you know, people really don't fully understand uh, the, the, the blockchain and cryptocurrency and that's okay but still you want to be able to continue to be in the know because it's not a, it's not a stock it's not a it, it's literally just a form of currency it's a form of payment like you can literally go and purchase a product and people can use that as their processor so i would say you know understand the different markets but the level of volatility is wide open and in the air right now all because it happened in january and not like in quarter three or quarter four of the year like we have so much more um you know, levels of opportunity that could happen um, for this market and for other markets. So, Absolutely. Yeah. 
absolutely. And I'm curious why you say January versus June, because I don't know the mm-hmm. answer to that. But also, um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, go ahead. Answer that. Well, now. <laughs> well, yeah, because because, you know, you want, you know, you want this to happen early in the year so that, you know, because, you know, even as a day trader, like I feel like somebody who's a consistent day trader, like they're not like people say, oh, I just made my success in like three months or six months. And I got so and so in like three or six months. But like the the, the market climate of this year of this month or of January is not the same market market condition or climate from June or July or October because there's different things like that happen within winter versus summer, right? You know, there's different there's different there's different things that happen within different governments like like Brexit for um, the the UK, just like um, you know the. Uh, FMOC, different, you know, the Federal Open Market Committee, they have different events that happen every week, every month. And so the conditions that happen in January, February aren't the same conditions, just like seasons. They're, they're not the yes. same for other 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 uh, parts of the year. So that's why, you know, I feel like yes. it's better it happened this year, like early this year. It's kind of like when we, I think there was like a random tornado in New York, like last year, a couple years ago or something. And everyone was like, what? Right, right. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but how i see it you know like with my with my fresh eyes and my new investor eyes um Mm -hmm. is like i'm excited about it purely because it's getting a lot of people ears perked up and eyes perked up about thinking about these things which i'm excited about because i think more and more people should be investing into their financial future um just just do it right you know just know that like yeah this is an anomaly it's kind of like having um sunshine or like a snowstorm in the middle of the summer and just kind of like whoa what's going on but it is catching attention so it's a good thing that it's caught your attention and get in get a get a good mentor get get around some good people because there's gonna be a lot of scammy people that are gonna um try to be in your ear and be like "Ooh, buy this opportunity this education opportunity um and yeah just just I can turn your so and so dollars into so and so dollars. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and and it's like, but how, you know? And that's why I think where the philosophy where EJ and I are coming from are like, no, we want to help you figure out what's best for you. We're not gonna. Right. N- neither of us are the gurus. Evan, who's who also tunes into our clubhouse and who's here live with us, is you know, we'll we won't be the gurus. Um, we want you to be your own guru. Um, and how can we help you figure that out? Like, how can we help you? Like, don't use our shovel or our hammer. How can we help you find your best hammer, your best shovel? Um, y'all know I love the metaphors. We got some messages coming in. Let's see. Yeah, I'm a creep, man. You're a bowler ass motherfucker. I don't fucking shoot you, man. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Woo Wednesday. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shut the fuck up. Thanks, Lewis. You're mm-hmm. awesome. You. <laughs> I think that the volatility and the volume in <laughs> cannabis and technology companies, I believe that's going to stick because for the most part, I think that the, that the revenue and the sales that those companies are able to generate are actually um, authentic and stand to get better coming out of a pandemic. And, um, you know, like companies such as like Netflix and, and Disney, I mean, with their streaming platforms, that's really driving the, the the momentum of the revenue, right? So it's like, you know, when you have when you have certain industries, I think tech and and even now cannabis now is really what's driving the 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 bull in a sense. And I, I think those companies are going to continue to go up because people are going to continue to use those services. Right. Right. Yeah. That's true. 
Yeah, because you know, um, a lot a lot of times people are now even trying to look for um, other platforms to try to get into, whether it be stocks, crypto. Like, there's a lot of ways people are trying to figure out other platforms to use and other other avenues and to invest in. So yeah, that is very true. Um, you know, so now that all this happened. For example, with Robinhood and, and other platforms that have halted different things you can invest into, there are people I can guarantee you now who are sitting out, you know, in the cut, roundtabling, trying to plan out. Hey, okay, this is what happened to Robinhood. This is what happened to these other platforms. They've been halted. What can we do to make this better? What can we do to evolve and 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 make it more easy for the the average person and the open, you know, public people who want to invest? So, yes, that is definitely true. That is true. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Let's see. We got one more message. I'm scared to press this. <laughs> we got our first hater, y'all. Y'all were here yeah. live with us. We got our first hater. What's up? <laughs> I'm excited about people. <laughs> ah, I'm British. Okay. <laughs> so why do just I'm... people? Why do people just go on there and, and do nonsense? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. I love this app so much. Um, but the beautiful thing is I have the ability to mute certain people. So they right. can probably never come back. Um, right. right. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say about uh, scarcity versus abundance? Because I know we, we talked a little bit about that. Um, yeah. I want yeah, to... I, I, I do think that... So going back to like scarcity and people who... Um, have that kind of mindset of scarcity, you know? So when I think about that, I think about people who um, are already not really living, you know, within their means, like in terms of what they're kind of budgeting and doing, but like they are impulsive investors. Like, you know, they are impulsively doing everything within their life. And so um, I feel like people who are really trying to find the next best opportunity are like literally like bar hoppers and club hoppers jumping to the next best thing after thing after thing after thing. Um, seeing what's going to finally be a, a, a home run hit for them, you know, and so I, I feel like people who really are trying to understand the process, we always say it, you know, Millie, you said it first, um, you know, from, from Clubhouse, from, from the, uh, the, the person you uh, heard it from, it's a long, slow, boring process. And so it shouldn't be something yeah. that needs to be rushed. It shouldn't be something that um, you have to go into and try to like, get all the answers all at once some you know you may find an answer to one question that you may have and then it may take you a few weeks a few months to get the next but at the end of the day you're still in the same path you're still in, in progression on what you need to be need, need to be doing so going back to don't be afraid of the big bad wolf don't really pay too much attention to somebody else's house um if you if, you, if you're trying to worry about um if it's going to blow over no just continue to stay the course um, do what you have to do to to find information you know don't be f afraid to reach out to an advisor or a a, um, a mentor to really help you understand these deals because a lot of times people um, have that fear and just don't get into it again remember I said that the, the biggest question or biggest statement I get is I just don't know how to start I just don't know where to start you know and so that's that's a lot of people's thought right now like you know, they see it, they see the word invest, either they either th are, are thrown off or they just don't want to get into it because that is such a tall word for a lot of people. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like scarcity on the scarcity side, um, you know, people want to get into certain things, but they're already looking at and listening to things within certain cultures that drive wealth, that, well, that drive riches and wealth and 
possessions and things that they want to have and so maybe somebody can't afford the the the, the best jays or the best jordans that came out that are like 250 or something like that but they get it anyway because it was something that was advertised on a song or something that maybe they heard from you know and that's kind of, that's kind of people think people think like that you know like when they hear something of somebody's possession or maybe they, they, see, they hear about louis vuitton or something like that they want that because that's what was you know that that's like the the hot thing out right now but that's maybe not something that's best for their budget or their own personal life right now their livelihood but they're going to get it anyway you know because that's yeah. what the, the 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 outward appearance um plays out you know that's that's what's being shown and advertised right now so like on an investment side people show their wealth their lambos their houses their possessions and then people instantly want that but also um there's a certain sense of urgency to people that they don't do their due diligence and they just want to yeah. get that rich get rich quick type of mentality so yeah yeah and this is this is something that i say to people too where um i i help my clients with their self love budget is what i call it and look mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with getting a louis vuitton i got a couple myself you know i got yeah. a chanel you know i got some nice shoes there's nothing yeah. wrong with with wanting to flex a little but like There, there's a budget for that, right? Like, right. I, I always advise people, you know, from your income, split your income up into different categories. And I call it your self-love right. budget. You know, have have that little bit of money for your play time, but then right. also have that little bit of money that you're going to put towards your financial future. And right. um, so for your financial future, that, that's where we want to help you. We don't want to be the guru to be like, oh my God, buy our opportunity or get into stocks or get into crypto. It's more, right. let's let's help you figure out what you get to do with that little bit of financial freedom money. Absolutely. Where do you I get agree. to put that? Where do you get to put your time, your energy, your emotions into? And, and what is that next right step for you? And I've mentioned this on several other episodes, right? Like, you know, right. is it like, don't just do real estate because people are like real estate is hot or don't just do crypto because crypto is hot. There's there right. certain things that will fit your lifestyle, your personality. And I've shared this a lot. Like for me, I'm a, I'm a tech geek, you know, I, I'm a computer engineer. That's where I come from. And so this idea of crypto is exciting to me and I'm a traveler. So the, the currency market is exciting to me. And it's something yeah. that my personality wants to learn about and is willing to play the long game for. So that's right. what we want to want you to figure out and help you figure out what, where is your personality? Where are your goals? What are you willing to play the long game for? And what little bit of money do you have that you can put in and, and play the game in a way that's responsible, not gambling like what Dave Ramsey says, but in a way that's responsible because it's managing your emotions and your things. And so, you know, like, like EJ was saying, a lot of people are asking, where do I start? First, let's see how your foundation is. Let's see what kind of house you got. So that's with your money blueprint. And you can actually do that for free if you go to selflovecoach.com slash money. And then join us on Clubhouse at 1 p.m. Eastern. We have the same, um, our handles on Clubhouse are the same as they are here on Stereo. So if you're listening to this, um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, it's the Amelia Fortes on Clubhouse and you can follow us there and and come into the room and chat with us and we'll we'll help you figure it out we're, we're just here to help and um 
and talk money and, and let's get more comfortable with it so that you're not in the scarcity fear analysis paralysis where you're not doing anything but then Absolutely. you're also not on the other side where you're in also still fear but you're doing things impulsively because of what you see on social media and it's not truly coming from a place of um research and due diligence like evan right. was saying Absolutely. Um, I agree. so that's really where where we would want to leave you i know we, we got a few minutes left but we got some messages here Let, let's see what we got maybe evan has some Make them closing words please. for us <laughs> or maybe we have some other <laughs> yeah. fun fun and colorful listeners saw the word invest you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna drop some gems out here i'm not yes. a financial expert by any means and i like money so here we go v-i-r-i-h-s-t-o-g-t-t-a-m-b-o-g-e-v-o you know what i'm saying l-e-x-x-s-o-s and Dynatrace. That's DT. You can thank me later. Okay. Thanks, Brody Cody. Did, yep, do you know you. what that is, EJ? I, I don't, but I will check them out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, absolutely. cool. I don't know yeah. what that is either, but thanks yeah. for dropping some gems. Yeah, I think they're, they're, they're t they sound like tickers, and so I'll check them out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you need to put off pleasure now so that you can um, have it when you're when you're older so sacrifice now is key to building wealth rather than you know investing that $300 rather than buying a pair of J's is going to grow you know 10% rather than buying a pair of J's that are going to be worthless in two years thank you for yes, that Mitch absolutely absolutely that's the that's going back to that point building wealth is a long slow boring process and mm -hmm. you know again you know have your play money use your play money for the jays but then also don't don't have so much play money that you don't have any financial freedom money so the financial freedom money put that towards your investment right so absolutely. it's all it's all up to you you get to do your own self-love budget and there absolutely gets to be a play budget we get to yes. play a little because if we're not playing with our money too that's when we get too much into scarcity mode so right. i that's love true. that mitch thank you for bringing that in uh, i'm not trying to be a guru or anything but the financial future is ethereum some people like to think it might be btc and they're, they're maxis the truth is <laughs> ethereum has a use case application and it's deflationary I'll just do, do, do a little quick Google search. You'll see. Yeah, yeah. We are definitely bullish on uh, crypto. And, um, you know, Ethereum is, I do agree, a, a really, really huge, huge uh, search. And so, yeah, that is a great, great point. Thank you for that as well, Brody. Thanks, Brody. And once you learn a little about Ethereum, look into MakerDAO, uh, Rook, Mile Per Hour, Snow Finance. And the DPI token set. Uh, Doki Finance is another low-key gem. I'm just blessing y'all real quick. Oh, yeah, I, I know about the token set. Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely, absolutely. I love it, I love it. See, Brody's bringing us things for you to, to start looking into and things like mm -hmm. that. And if you wanna chat about them, come to our clubhouse and we can have an open conversation because I know yep. he's kind of just like inserting, like the planting the seeds here. And yep. so great gems, great, have great a conversation. Gems. Um, about it in the clubhouse. Thank you so much, Brody. Yep. 
Look guys, do not miss this clubhouse call at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is gonna be lit, it's gonna be very informative, and it's gonna be a very, very good call because we're gonna follow up on a lot of what we talked about this morning. Absolutely. Thank you for that, David. Absolutely. I love that. That's a great, that's a great place to kind of kind of end the show for today. Um, yep. Yeah, so we're here every Friday morning live on the stereo app at 8 a.m. Eastern, and you can catch the replays on your favorite podcasting app. And then we follow up at 1 p.m. in the clubhouse. So it's kind of like you have the show, we have a conversation, and then you can come and join us in the living room in clubhouse to have a more deeper, intimate conversation. Yeah, about we have everything. a we have a very long sectional for you to sit in the in the in the uh, living room and just chill. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And again, that resource for you. We I want to know where you end up on your money blueprint. I want to know where your foundation is at. So EJ and Evan are here to really support with the emotions as well, um, but definitely with the tactical side, they've been in they've been in the game for a long time. And I am here as your self-love coach and healer to support you with the emotions, the healing side of it, the mindset side of it. Um, and also to be the voice for the newer investors, because I'm a little bit of a newer investor myself, have not been in the game for years and years, um, but have been getting into it and building, building my wealth slowly alongside with you. So here to be that voice for you, because I know that um, getting into this game can be intimidating and um, I don't want you to be intimidated. Trust me, I'm intimidated, honestly, and I'll be real. I'd be intimidated around Evan and DJ <laughs> sometimes, but, um, but y'all hold me down. So I really, I got really you. appreciate that. Yeah, we got your back. We got your <laughs> so, back. <laughs> so don't yes. be intimidated. You know, come with your questions, come with your concerns and um, we'll work them out. And, you know, we're not going to solve everything in a day. So building this wealth is a long, slow, boring process. And if you want to be in that process alongside with us, please, please join us again, selflovecoach.com slash money. Um, EJ, do you have any uh, goodbye words you want to say? I just want to say thank you, everyone. Yes. Thank you, everyone that just tuned in or, or, or did tune in today. And even if you had to come out for a few minutes or the, the entire time, thank you for being diligent. Thank you for um, continuing to you know, plug in with us again. You don't want to miss Clubhouse. We're going to go ahead and piggyback on a lot of what we just uh, went through today and uh, this morning. So thank you all. Um, and then I really just uh, I'm looking forward to Clubhouse. I'm looking forward to that, too. Absolutely. Thank you so much. y'all, And we'll we'll see you all live next week and see you in a few hours on Clubhouse. Yes. See you then. Have a great day, everybody.